Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Poppin' Off. About pop culture, I'm your host Maggie. And it's me, Steven. So to be very honest, it has been very hard for me to pay attention to anything else. Not even just like pop culture related, but it's like anything else in my life that is not related to Vanderpump Rules. Like I cannot focus on anything because I'm constantly like, what's Raquel doing? What's Tom doing? What's Ariana doing? Who's posting what? I need to be on my phone right now. I need, to, I need to be watching Instagram stories. I need to be seeing what all these other accounts are doing. What's going on? I need to be part of it. So, um, yeah, this weekend pop culture, you know, has not been very eventful, though. So, like, I haven't, I guess I haven't been, like, missing much. But, like, when it comes to Vanderpump Rules, I am on my phone. I am constantly, like, my screen time is going to be up 80 82 percent this week because <laughs> i'm just constantly on my phone checking for updates like wondering what's going on so yeah and even like since that you know the emergency episode that we put out on sunday there has been like m- like not anything as groundbreaking obviously as when the news first broke but there's been other things that have come out where i'm still like what the fuck like how can we like how are we still how are we still like finding out new information? Like, and I just saw that like Raquel put out in her notes app, the fucking notes app comments and apologies from anyone ever. It's like, why are we doing that still? You're just gonna get fucking lit up for it. So whatever. But she just put out a statement late last night, I think that was like just basically saying that, um, she really cares for Tom and has a lot of feelings for her for him. And um, she's not going to put a label on anything, but she's going to see where things go and she's going to heal herself. And I was like, oh, my God. Bad, after she just put out an apology. Bad move. Bad move. Bad move. Um, I've been getting like little tidbits from things that I don't know if it's either Maggie likes or like shares. I don't know, random little tidbits over my my social media pages. Um, this shit is trending on CNN. It's pretty scandalous. It's the biggest scandal to happen in Bravo history. And we've had, we just had Jen Shaw go to jail for six years because she was committing like, or like conspiracy to commit warrior fraud and was scamming elderly people for years and years and stealing money. But this, <laughs> this is the biggest scandal to happen. Scandal. Yes, I know. I love that. I'm never going to get over that. <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen this um, or just like a tweet or something about it. But it's like, like if your friends who like don't watch Bravo or anything, like ask why it's so scandalous. The simplest way and like the most relatable way to put it is if Chandler was cheating on Monica with Rachel for seven months and Joey knew all along. Like imagine yeah. how scandalous that would be. Right. And everyone knows that reference, you know, like you can just like True. piece it in your head and be like, True. yeah. True. <laughs> so. I didn't see that exact tweet, but yes. But if you think about it that way, that should give you some perspective onto what's going on here. Oh, <laughs> uh, cheating is just so awful, Having... especially in like closed circuits like that. And then somebody knows, and it's like, uh, like people get in the middle of it. Oh, it's just so messy. It's an absolute clusterfuck over there. It's, I, I, yeah, just the things that I'm reading are just like, 
insane. It's insane. It's insane that I went on for this long without anyone even knowing. Yeah, that's also true. Seven months, just about. So, yeah, um, you know, before we just like keep or before I keep, you know, just talking about this and Stephen just looks at me with a blank expression. Um, <laughs> there were some things that happened in pop culture that were unrelated to, to Vanderpump rules. And one of those things is that so on the last regular, I believe it was the last like, you know, weekly episode that we did, um, we were talking about just like all these like random couples in Hollywood that were coming out of the woodwork. And one of those couples was Avril Lavigne and Tyga. And both Steven and I were like, yeah, they saw each other at Nobu and they hugged and kept it moving. Well, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they did keep it moving. Yeah, well, they did keep it moving, but like not in the way that I thought they were keeping it moving. You know, I, th- I thought like moving in different directions, but they were going right. to one direction. And they were uh, seen kissing at a Paris Fashion Week event. How do you feel? <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just really, it's just like, kind of a thing that's happened, and I just say, okay. It is truly, like, so random. I mean, yes, but... Like, was that on your 2023 bingo card? <laughs> no, because I thought her and Mod's son were going to be together still, so... Yeah, true, right. Yeah, no. I don't really know how you go from Mod's son to, like, Tyga, but... I feel like, I feel like they both kind of have, like, the same essence just like a little bit in terms of like they're both like eclectic and like I'm not talking like music or anything but they they both just seem like they have like eclectic personalities and you know just have like a like a weird aura about them you know okay yeah like I know that a lot of people just see Tyga as like a rapper, you know, like rack rack city bitch, but I don't know. Something about him has always been like a little more edgy to me than the average rapper. So that's why I like I don't like totally get it, but like the more I think about it, the more it makes like a little more sense. Right. I mean, I'm not like I don't know, it's not like the weirdest pairing in the world, but it's just no. um yeah, unexpected. I don't know. She likes tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> they both have tattoos, you know. See, we're just picking up on similarities. <laughs> yeah, because, like, Modson had a shit ton of tattoos also. Yeah. Modson, though, is just, like, I think he's more of, like, a, a, like, a free spirit, but they both have, like, a certain edge to them. Yeah. That I think Avril Lavigne likes, that she's into. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just really talking out of my ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's just like, like I said, it's something that happened. and I'm just accepting it. Not reading too much into it. Good for them. Sure. Yeah. You know, I guess Um, it just is so weird that like it they they were like this PDA between them was going on in such a public place, like Paris Fashion Week. Everyone is there. It's so True. many photographers, so many um, journalists, publicists. So many people are there. True. Like but it was maybe, a choice. Yeah. Like it definitely was a choice. Like they knew what they were doing. So I don't know. Um, weird. We'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the other thing, okay, so I, I guess, like, these pictures have been circulating for a while, but, um, I just saw pictures of Owen Wilson, who is supposed to look like about, like, a version of Bob Ross, and, um, before, <laughs> before we started recording, Stephen did inform me that there is not going to be a Bob Ross biopic, like, I thought, <laughs> Like, I thought this was all for that. I don't know. I, like, didn't really read much into it. I just saw the pictures. So, um, yeah, can you just, like, explain what this is actually for? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I like, when I first saw these pictures, like, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, I thought it was going to be a Bob Ross biopic. But no. Owen Wilson will be starring in Paint, a movie about Carl Nar Nargle. <laughs> who is basically a copycat of Bob Ross. And I guess in this movie, a better artist steals everything and everyone that he loves. So I don't know if that better artist is going to be Bob Ross or what. Like he's saying like Bob Ross stole everything from him. Like if that's what this movie is saying, like it's it's like fiction. Obviously, it's like a comedy. Yeah. But I don't know. It just feels weird. I don't like I just, it. I don't like his hair. No. I don't like the way he looks. I I don't like it. He looks terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I said I really thought that this was a Bob Ross biopic. And I'm kind of a little upset that it's not, but I'm also fine with it because I wouldn't want Owen Owen Wilson playing Bob Ross anyways. So, yeah. Get your Lightning McQueen ass out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just looks, like, terrifying. I don't know. I hate it. Will I see it? No. Not a chance. I'll give it a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you saw Cocaine Bear, so. Oh, my God. I did just see it on Tuesday. Was it good? Oh, my. It was so good. <laughs> worth worth the $5 I spent for that movie. <laughs> worth every penny. Oh, Literally, my God. I loved it. It was so funny. Oh, my God. So good. I recommend. <laughs> Okay, well, um, don't watch. You heard it. You won't like it. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely not my kind of movie. But you know what? You heard it here first. If you were, if you were on the edge about seeing Cocaine Bear or not, <laughs> I, I hope Stephen just convinced you to go see it. He didn't. Yes. He didn't convince me, but he may have, <laughs> but he may have convinced you. <laughs> no, go see it. I mean, Margot Martindale is in it. What more could you want? <laughs> I don't even know who that is, to be honest. Oh, but, my um... God. Well, if you saw her, you would. Okay, probably. Yeah. <laughs> She's one of those actresses that is in, like, five million things, and she plays the same character. She's, like, a character actress. Anyway, it was a great movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> moral of the story. Yeah, moral of the story. <laughs> um. Okay, that, like, truly does it for, like, pop, pop culture headlines this week that are not related to Vanderpump Rules. So we're just going to go ahead and get, our, get into our toast and our roast. And you can go ahead. Okay. My uh, roast goes to the fucking paparazzi. Get your ass out of Bruce Willis's face. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Th disgusting. Mm -hmm. We know this man had aphasia and it's progressed to dementia now. So his public appearances are very rare. We do not need pictures of him. No. We don't. Like, 
it's probably so difficult for his wife to be able to take him out. Like it's, I know it's good for him, but it's not good for him to have all these cameras in his faces flashing at him, asking him all these questions, leave him alone. Yeah. I don't like, okay, here's the thing. I know that being a paparazzi person is a job and that's how you make your money. But at the same time, just like with every other job, you do have to have some morals and ethics and you do need to reevaluate and know when it's time to take a step back and maybe just like go find a fucking Kylie Jenner or something driving down Santa Monica Boulevard. I, I don't know. But Bruce Willis is not the person that you need to be photographing. You can no. go find anyone on the beach. Go find someone on vacation. Uh, literally anyone else besides Bruce Willis. Yeah, it just feels so disrespectful. Let him live. Let him breathe. Him him and his poor wife are like dealing, dealing with his health issues. He doesn't need cameras in his face. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. And then asking him questions on top of it, like, he has dementia. You're yeah, just gonna, like, he, throw him off. Right. Like, he can't can't comprehend what you're saying to him, like a normal, like someone who has a normal working brain. Yeah. It's just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. All for a picture. Like, truly. Like, let, let's think about it. All for a picture. And, like, what did we get out of this picture? Nothing. He's no, going it, out to get coffee with his wife. It would just make me sad if I saw it. I actually, I didn't see the paparazzi pictures, but it would just make me sad. Um, he, he looked like Bruce Willis. It wasn't. Okay. Like the sad picture. Okay. That's um, good at least. But right. Still. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then my toast goes to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> this man is just so like delusional. Like. So somebody asked him in an interview if he wants to join the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He said, I don't need to be in the MCU. I'm Nick Cage. I did see that. And Mind I think you that this chuckle. man was bankrupt like six years ago and his only shot was Croods. Like, <laughs> like this man is just so delusional. He does not live in the real, real world. Um, yeah. And I just love it. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, also, I... Nicolas Cage was in Ghost Rider. The Is that movies. part of the MCU? That was before the MCU existed fully, but there it's a Marvel movie. Oh. <laughs> so well, it's like, what? You, what do you mean? Like, maybe he has not... some. What? Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe he has some like bad memories attached to Ghost Rider. <laughs> maybe I just think he likes to be obnoxious. He does, and just like say sure. things to get a arise out of people mm-hmm. i'm like i know he's an oscar winner but come on you were also in ghost rider you've been in a shit ton of bad movies like let's not pretend you're above it yeah right <laughs> <laughs> especially when you've already been in a marvel movie like what yeah like <laughs> come off your pedestal nick cage <laughs> yeah anyway national treasure 3 where are you at <laughs> that's what i really want to know uh yeah i've um, i've actually never seen a national treasure movie blasphemy <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> oh my god, I think they're so good. I've never seen one. Just never got around to it, you know? Okay, well, you know what? You should. <laughs> Maybe we can have like a movie night or something. We can watch them. Uh, okay. My roast goes to all of these bitch-ass <laughs> politicians 
who keep trying to ban drag queens and drag queen events and keep framing drag queens as these like sexual predators and pedophiles. I truly don't see how, like, where's the proof? Where is the proof that these people who do nothing but bring joy and laughter and entertainment to, and you know, to the, to the masses are somehow being framed as these disgusting people who actually exist and have been proven to exist in the very politician chairs that you are sitting in. <laughs> True. It, and it's been ramping up so much lately, like with all these like anti-trans bills, anti-same-sex marriage bills, and, you know, just like banning drag queens from even like walking out on the street, which is public property. I don't understand it. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't get people's sudden i mean i think it's just because drag is getting so big Mm -hmm. recently but i like it's just like a sudden hate for it it's like oh now it's like getting big and so we have to like squash it i don't know i don't get it it's existed for so long and like if it's not your thing it's not your thing but like don't take your kids to a drag show if you don't want them to be at a drag show like in the drag shows that are like inappropriate are marketed as like 18 plus events. Right. And Just... like, yeah. And like for most, if not all of them, you have to have an ID to bring in there proving they're 18 and up and you can see the kind of content that they're, that they're putting out there. Right. But if it is marketed for children, then it's marketed for children. They're not going to do anything crazy. They're not going to wear you know, maybe some of the revealing outfits that they would norm- normally wear for an adult show. And they're not going to say the things that they're that they would normally say for an adult show. They're going to be kid friendly. It's like it, and you know, like you said, if you don't want your kid to be around that, then that's your choice. But don't make it everyone else's problem. Yeah, I also saw tweets about things and it was like we like there's like musicals and stuff that feature people in drag we can't do that anymore mrs yeah. doubtfire can't mm-hmm. exist if you're banning drag yes this exactly is fucking doubtfire right <laughs> no literally like there's it, it's just i i don't know how we we got here again like why are we living in the past like, we should dra- be so many steps ahead drag has existed literally in shakespeare's time it's yeah. been around forever yes I don't know a single story of a drag queen who has molested a child. But guess what? I, I do know of plenty of stories where priests have done it and priests, other religious leaders. Coaches. Coaches, teachers, politicians. Like, Boy so Scout many... leaders. Yeah. All these, like, other areas where so yeah. many people, are, like, can be convicted pedophiles. I don't see that in the drag community. No. And I just like I don't get what the harm is doing your children like to your children showing them that they could wear makeup and heels if they want to boys can or girls could put on a fake beard like who cares who cares I know and like drag queens are like everything that kids love like they're loud they're obnoxious they're colorful they you know you know depending on like if it's if it's a kid friendly event they're going to, like, sing kid-friendly songs that the kids, you know, probably all know and can join in. Like, I've like I've seen so many videos from kid-friendly drag events where kids are having the time of their lives. 
like just like dancing around with a drag queen or like the drag queen is like making them feel so good about themselves and like you know just like pretending to like walk down a runway and they're like praising this kid and like telling them how great they are and how beautiful they are like why wouldn't you want that for your kid Um, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either I'll never get it I'll never get anything that those fucking politicians like Marjorie Taylor Green like <laughs> who like, I, I don't know I don't know I I'm like tripping over my words because I'm just right. so mad but I can, like, barely understand, like, the personal, like, disdain for it, but, like, whatever, sure, if you really hate it that much. But I just don't, like, banning it for everyone else, like, I really don't understand what that is accomplishing for you. Like, I just don't get it. yeah yeah it's also getting me real fired up because I did see something that there was going to be a drag queen story time happening locally and you know there's all those fucking weird ass MAGA people in the comments saying they're going to show up and they're going to call and they're going to cause harm and they're making Facebook events about showing up to that event and doing those things and it's it's really scary Where where is it? in Royal Oak Oh, that's terrifying. I I forgot the bookstore that like sidetracked books or something something like that. Oh It yeah, that's yeah, like downtown. Yeah. right. Um, shout out to them for putting on an event like that. We love to see it, but it's like, let's Don't be bring honest. your kids to it if you don't want them to be there. I just don't get it. But it's like okay, like when I was younger, I used to go to like to the public library when there was like a clown reading a story. How is that any different? Besides the drag queen being way more glamorous and fun. <laughs> this <laughs> is true you know? just a person dressed up in makeup and Yeah. gaudy outfits Exactly. But like, it's the same thing. Like kids are literally just going there <laughs> to listen to someone read them a story. yeah and they're gonna love it Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that, you know, That if you are an ally like myself, then we need to, you know, keep speaking out about it and bringing awareness to it and just, you know, keep doing what we're doing. This is, yeah, it's unreal. It's sad. But my roast, I mean, not my roast, I just said that um, a toast is a happier, on the happier side of this. Um. Heather Dubrow from the Real Housewives of Orange County made a post last week about her youngest child who was coming out as a trans boy. So two of her other kids also identify somewhere on the LGBTQ plus uh, spectrum. And um, she's been very outspoken about how supportive she is of them and how much she loves them and just like wants her kids to like be happy and thrive, like no matter who they are, like what they identify as. And her youngest child is, you know, she said that, you know, they just like basically made the announcement that like they're very supportive of their son and that they want, you know, like they just want him to, like I said, thrive, be happy, live the life that he's always wanted to. And, you know, they're not going to like post any pictures of him or like tell the total and complete story because they believe that that's up to their kid. And I totally agree with that. Their son is 12 years old. So, you know, they're very much still figuring everything out. Right. But all they do know is that they now have a son and that they're proud of him and that they support him. And 
they're just asking for you know not the same support obviously because they're gonna get so much backlash from this but just for like the respect of them as parents and for their son as they like figure out where to go from here yeah and i just love that so yeah and she's also the second orange county housewife to have an out transgender child and be very supportive of it and outspoken about it and i love that i just love to see it on like such a public platform so yeah good love it yeah yeah after that <laughs> um rant you know about drag queens and stuff and you know oh but this is on a lighter note so yes i am so happy about that yep yeah it's just um yeah and just give them respect i mean they they might not be parenting the way you would but that's not your decision to make <laughs> yeah you know this is just who their child is and the journey that they are choosing to be on and that's it there you go that's all you need to know <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. and that they're supportive of it so yeah after this um eventful or uneventful <laughs> <laughs> episode um any final thoughts words no. feelings No, um, stream Miley Cyrus's new album tomorrow. I think it comes out tomorrow. oh yes yes it So does stream Ooh, that. Mike will made it posted a um a snippet from I forgot what the song is called but a song that he worked on for the album sounds like a fucking banger Yes. Yeah. Miley called it like, what is she, she called it like dirty or something? Like he it's a said club yeah banger. well it, it's not the song that she's putting out it was a different song that he posted a snippet to Oh. it was like violet was in the name I can't remember Okay. I didn't see, I didn't see that what he posted then. yeah no but I thought, the, no I thought they were talking about the same song. For this song, though, I think it's called River. She said, sometimes you just need, like, a nasty dance floor bop. And I was Oh. like, yeah, we do, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we do. okay i i feel like this album is gonna give so it better give because I feel like it's going to. Well, I also saw, like, a little part of an interview where she was saying that, like, the album is kind of in two acts where it's, like, the first act is, like, the morning time and, like, It's just like the day is like full of like possibilities and like you're not really sure what's going on. Maybe you're just like feeling like a little lost depending on like what's going on in your life and like the nighttime comes and it's like she's like specifically in, in LA. There's just like an aura in the air of just like, you know, just like excitement and like a little bit of like trouble and, you know, being like mischievous and just Okay. like seeing where that takes you. And I'm like that. Okay. This sounds good. Okay, so we're getting a song like Magnets by Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Hopefully. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we will be talking about that next week. Absolutely. Um, I work tonight, so I will be up all night, so I will probably be listening to it at midnight. <laughs> we'll Love. see. Um, Yeah, and I'm just very excited for it. And the new Scream movie comes out, so if you're into that, um, go see it. Maggie's not, but I am. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah, two me. more to watch on my rewatch list. All right. Well, yeah, we'll have Steven give a review after he sees it. And maybe <laughs> he'll, you know, do the same thing with Cocaine Bear and <laughs> persuade you to go see it. okay, for real though, Cocaine Bear is so fucking good, <laughs> but it's like gory, so if you're not into that, obviously... I'm definitely not. Yeah, No, no. but it's silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know where to find us on Instagram, pop, pop, 
whoa, what? <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> and pop, pop, pop. <laughs> oh my God. And popping off about pop culture. <laughs> you can stream us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a like, subscribe, follow, a five star rating, anywhere you can do that. Um, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger on the street. God, I can't talk. I don't know. Maybe by the time we record the next episode, I'll I'll uh, relearn the English language. <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. See ya.